0: From the vault, high atop the pastoral center of the Diocese of Camden, you're listening to Talking Catholic. Hey everybody, welcome to Talking Catholic. Thanks for joining us on another uh, November day. I'm Pete Sanchez.
1: On a snowy November day.
0: It is, Mike. I'm here with Mike Walsh. Yeah, Mike, it's uh, the first snow of the year.
1: Yeah, I actually, uh, before we walked into the vault, I made sure I uh, took a couple of photographs out my window my very dirty window so I couldn't I'm not sure I actually got any flakes in the photo uh, they were moving a little too quickly but um I uh, yeah I'm very excited I love a good snowfall
0: oh, what a nice so...
1: sleety mess out there today That's my oh,
0: favorite. you know it is a mess it's you know the what I thought about this morning making sure I had the scraper for my car I put that in my car so it is that time of year it
1: is that time of year I was very wise of you because I remember sure? last year having to clean off your car because you didn't have a brush or a scraper.
0: As I'm a eternally fact, grateful.
1: You know what? There was actually a, a a cabal of us who went out and did that. Somebody left like an hour before we did, and they went off and cleaned your car. And then I left a little bit before you did, and I realized it had been snowing so much that your car was recovered again. So I went over and cleaned off your car.
0: No, that's, uh, yeah, I was left. It
1: takes a, it takes a village to raise a peat. That's what I said. <laughs>
0: I just, I don't know what happened. It was a moment that just was not in my car, but I'm ready. They talk about full tank of gas. Uh, I do not have a blanket in my car. They talk about that, some mm-hmm. bottled water. Mm-hmm. I do have some uh Belvita, um, snack bars in my car. Mm-hmm. So,
1: so should you go off uh, uh, into a ditch, you'll be okay for a little while? Yeah. In the six miles between here and your house? I think so is, well that actually is, is, it's that like is highly three, yeah it's not not even okay, three miles that is highly populated. the <laughs> well, chance of you not being found would be nil
0: I, I don't know yeah Admiral Wilson's pretty crazy sometimes you never know
1: that is true there is a park on the right. if you drive far enough into the park, somebody might not might not notice you that is true
0: yeah, yeah. but ho- but it looks like this is the only the uh this only for one day, so stay safe, everybody, I think this will go up probably the day of. All of this going on, so please stay safe. And Mike, we got a couple events coming up this week. Wait, reason. wait, let's talk about the event we had in the past. Oh,
1: okay. You and I both got to attend Man Up, South Jersey. We were very, we, did. we were very excited about it.
0: Yeah, th- no, I I was very impressed with the speakers, with uh, Paige and Samuel mm-hmm. the Music Group. Yeah, i I really just the day it was. Uh, I don't know what the, it just it was inspiring. Like Eustace Mita, Brian Gale.
1: Yeah. You and I didn't spend a lot of time together that day because I was so busy putting it, you know, making sure everything moved along. Um, But uh, every time I looked over at you, you were literally glowing. So I I knew you were enjoying yourself, you know. I'm very curious to see what your article is when it appears in the Star Herald next week. Yeah. I've already told everyone that I can't imagine a scenario where you don't write a thousand words.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It just was really. I I you know I, I just can't I, I'm in awe of you know, something in this diocese because I haven't been to a man I haven't been to a men's conference probably in college mm-hmm. and to have that here to have that fellowship to see to hear the speakers Deacon Arnaldo Santos I thought was fantastic.
1: Yeah he's very powerful
0: and the adoration with Mark Forrest was I saw him at St Pete's a couple of years ago, my parish mm-hmm. in Merchantville, and he he upped his game. Really, last year, yeah. I mean, last weekend. Wow. He just. Uh, what were your impressions of the speakers, Mike? And the music.
1: You know, I, the paging Samuel really blew me away because they they have such a cool vibe to them. It was it was very much like you know Mumford and Sons meets Christian music, and yeah. but it was it was but it was at no time did I did it pull me out of it like. I thought, oh, it's too poppy or, oh, it's too... Spe-. I mean, it was perfect. It was, the, it was perfect music for that day. And, and then they impressed us two more times during the, during the event when uh, Don Seleski, out of nowhere, uh, there had just been a presentation of this very cool video um, using the music uh, um, uh, Stand By Me where they go around to all over the world and different street performers perform the song and they package all together. It's really amazing. And it was so moving that one of the speakers, Don Selesky, was so impressed by it, he turned to the live band and said, Hey, listen, I am not gonna fill up all my time because I want you guys to do that that song again. And he, he goes, Have you ever done that song before? And they look at him and go, Nope. <laughs> and they spent the the a portion of his his talk pulling up on their phones the music for the for that song and um and learning it on the fly and then when he finished, like you said, a little early, they performed it and they performed it spectacularly the whole every man there I mean, and these were men between the ages of well, there were teenagers there and all the way up to I think I saw a 90 year old there and it definitely skewed older um, as a conference, but everybody was up and singing and clapping and dancing it was it was. Truly remarkable. It was just like sort of like the Holy Spirit flowing through everybody in this wonderful moment. And then you're right; the the speakers were great. Paul the Six High School, who hosted it, was phenomenal. Everybody couldn't have said; everyone couldn't say enough good things about how great uh, Paul the Six was as a hosting facility. Uh, Their seats are incredibly comfortable. Um, The uh, and then their dining hall was amazing, and we there were confessions there. That there was every time I walked into the room where confessions were being held, there was a line of men going to confession which in this day and age i can't tell you the last time i saw that uh we had great exhibitors there it was just an absolute blast all together in the first year you were i was expecting oh you know i would be if we get 200 250 people i'll be happy deacon anthony ceo who we had on the podcast to talk about man up and he led the steering committee he uh he was really impressed with the fact that not only do we get 250 we got another 200 on top of that we got up to 450 people there uh registered people who who came to the event it was it was amazing it was amazing to see that kind of a turnout on on its inaugural year and it has it is officially been green lit to come back again next year so we'll, we'll do another one the date hasn't been determined yet but it'll be sometime around november sometime in the november a month probably where we'll have this thing again but it was great
0: that's exciting and
1: I I released I uh, got uh, we put out a survey and I've already seen the the initial responses to the survey and they're all glowing
0: oh okay. good. so yeah that well I'm thankful for the Diocese Bishop Sullivan his support with the man of conference yeah, he was it there just, yeah and, and Paige and Samuel I, I've been fortunate to know them for a few years and I just got to say that I I was surprised and not surprised because those guys are just professionals through yeah, and through. Yeah, it's amazing. It's, and they, the only thing
1: that's really amazing is we haven't had them on the podcast yet. I know, I'm working on it. I blame, on, I blame our booker. To,
0: you can blame the booker. <laughs> I've been trying to get them on. There's uh, five of them, and they all live in a lot of different places. One of them lives all the way out in uh, Eastern PA near New York, I believe. So he came down to Haddon Heights. That's awesome. And yeah, so it's just... it's. Um, I'm working on it. I, you know, I was thinking about that last week, and I was like, we need to get them on. And soon, they're just all such wonderful men of God, cool. and um, privileged to know them.
1: And you know what it made me reminisce for, or it made me think about? The next cool event that's coming up in the diocese. Not the next cool event, but a, a, an upcoming cool event in the diocese that everyone should be dying to go to.
0: Oh, what's that, Mike? I'm excited. That's the hundredth. That's the hundredth
1: episode live recording of Talking Catholic. <gasps> Wait, when is that coming up? That's coming up on December 14th. Friday, oh my December gosh. 4th. Are you oh, going to be there? My, I
0: have to clear my schedule. I might have a little Christmas pageant or something. Oh,
1: okay. Well, I, I've been trying well, to replace you for years. So that's
0: no, what I oh, <laughs> no, I will be there. I'm very excited for the hundredth live recording. And <laughs> yeah, we just had breaking. We just dropped breaking news yesterday. Yesterday, Michael. right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Our first guest has been announced. Yes, Our first of many.
0: Father Robert Sinatra, who...
1: The unofficial third co-host of Talking Catholic will be there.
0: He's a third co-host, but not the third wheel, right? No. No. No.
1: This is a three-wheel car, and then yes. (laughs) Well,
0: yeah, I'm I'm excited he's going to come back. We're going to be not live from the vault, but live from the Collegium Center for Faith and Culture.
1: Yeah, we're actually holding off on him a little bit. Usually, we have him on before, during the as we anna- as we lead into a liturgical season. So we're actually going to hold him off a couple of weeks, or else we have him on earlier to talk about Advent, getting us getting us right for Advent. But uh, no, he's going to be there that day, and uh, we're really looking forward to it. And it's if you uh, if you would like to be there, make sure you go to. Um, either the Talking Catholic webpage on the Camden Diocese dot uh, org website. Uh, it's also on the events calendar and it's on the, all of our social media. And you can go to eventbrite and type in Talking Catholic, where you'll see the registration page. The only thing we ask is, it's a free event, but we we really hope you'll register for the event because we want to make sure that we have the room set up for everyone who's going to be there. Uh, We want to make sure we have enough food and drink on hand, and we got enough chairs on hand, and we're able to set up the room just right. So, uh, free event, but please, please, please uh, go register so that uh, uh, you can be there for it, and we can uh, properly serve you.
0: It's just a, this is just another. This is just an opportunity to this evening to thank all our loyal listeners, and also the people who've been on the show. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Just, I, I'm, I'm just filled with joy. It's November. Remember what I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for all the listeners and all the guests, and thankful for you, Mike.
1: Oh, that's nice of you to say. I'm thankful for the guests and the uh, and the uh, listeners as well.
0: Glad. <laughs> I'm thankful
1: for you too. I, we literally, we would not be able to do this podcast if you weren't here. So I'm very thankful for you because you keep finding great guests, like the one we'll eventually get to get around to introducing in 15 or 20 minutes.
0: Yes, I was thinking. Well, we spent about 10 minutes on this intro, Mike. So let's uh, we can talk about well, December 14th, Friday, starts at 7 p.m. Right in Haddon Heights. Check it out.
1: So, what other events might be going on in the area that we can highlight?
0: Well, Mike, coming up this weekend, we have the talk on end of life decisions. Of course, uh, that kind of talk it can be difficult and challenging time for families to, you know, and the process about what's uh, what's going on in in life's journey. This is going to be at Assumption School, Our Lady of Perpetual Help, One Forty Six South Pitney Road in Galloway, November Seventeenth. It is this Saturday, one p.m. and yeah, This Saturday, 1 p.m., phone number to call for more info 609 652 0008. And Mike, this is cool. We, uh, the Hispanic Ministry is sponsoring a diocesan celebration. On you and I have had people talking about Share the Journey, yeah, which is uh, an initiative that began to get uh, individuals, U.S. citizens, and migrants together and, and to encounter one another and to understand each other. This event is going to be held um, Sunday, December 2nd at Divine Mercy Parish from 3 to 6 p.m. And Divine Mercy Parish is 23 West Chestnut Avenue in Violent, Bishop Sullivan will be celebrating the Mass. There will uh, also be a special celebration uh, with a torch ceremony connected... Uh, with uh, the preparation for the Feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe, which is in December, as well—not December second, but I—I I believe the—I ex- forget the exact date. Mike, is it December tenth? Our Lady of Guadalupe. Twelfth, I think. Twelfth. Thank you. Mm-hmm. December twelfth. So that'll be uh, coming up for that—a torch ceremony, delicious food. So you can check this out. All the events are on CamdenDiocese.org. 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. on Sunday, December 2nd, sponsored by the Hispanic Ministry Office of the Diocese of Camden. And coming up uh, also that weekend, Saturday, December 1st, and Sunday, December 2nd, in Cherry Hill at Christ Our Light Catholic Church will be the Fair Trade Holiday Sale. Uh, what is Fair Trade? Well, Mike, I think you and we discussed this last week, uh, ensures that all production of any material from developing countries. They're free of forced labor or poor working conditions. And uh, everything, all the crops are raised through sustain, sustainable methods, uh, such as, when I'm, in all these events, when I've had fair trade in this diocese, they can be coffee, they can be chocolate, they can be goods. Mm-hmm. This is just a fun thing to do. Get your, uh, Get your shopping done the first weekend of December. I mean that sounds great come on out they're made from by artisans from all around the world support the dignity of others uh, saturday december 1st 8 a.m to 6 p.m and sunday december 2nd 8 a.m to 2 p.m 402 kings highway north and cherry hill at christ our light catholic church and mike the cfr sisters our friends in atlantic city the franciscan sisters of the renewal are having an Advent Day of Reflection on Saturday, December 8th, the Feast of the Immaculate Conception. It starts at 10 a.m. at St. Michael's Church, 10 North Mississippi Avenue in Atlantic City. Uh, there will be Mass, a talk by a Franciscan Friar of the Renewal. There will be lunch, Easter, Eucharistic adoration, confessions, a healing service, and benediction, probably wrapping up around 3 o'clock. I went to this last year. It was uh, incredible. Just such a... Uh, just get ready for the season. I mean, it's coming up, Mike. We got you know. There's... I
1: know it's in rapid and rapidly is coming up. I I actually was look. I saw a Christmas commercial come on TV last night, and uh, my first inclination, like I had that like a like a literally a knee jerk reaction, like oh, I should be complaining about this. And then I realized, wait a second, we are a week away from Thanksgiving. This is when we're supposed to have these commercials popping up. I'm like, oh my goodness, I've really got to get my brains uh, set straight for for Advent.
0: I can't even think about it, I have uh Thanksgiving next week with family and um
1: so you're 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 just pumpkin pie focused right now,
0: except pecan pie actually
1: oh okay well, I am excited uh, you know my love of pie so i'm I'm right there with you pal
0: okay well I remember I haven't forgotten you wanted a pecan pie
1: good don't forget that
0: so okay. I
1: haven't seen one materialize yet, but do not forget no, that I like pecan I, pie
0: I will not this weekend I'm hoping to uh
1: and remember that I'm allergic to blueberries, so no blueberry pie oh.
0: <sighs> I was going to put blueberries in oh, there. My, blueberry pecan pie. That, that actually sounds... I don't know. I don't weird, know if the actually. fruit and nut sound... I don't know.
1: Uh, no, because you what? make apple walnut pie. That that works.
0: Ah, blueberry. Mm, I think you just gave me a culinary idea.
1: That's right. A culinary idea. <laughs> you hear that, Father Dudo? <laughs> culinary. <laughs> um, no, my, the, uh, what
0: I think it's high time to... Sorry, what were you going to say, Mike? Uh,
1: I was going to make a really well thought out comment, and it popped out of my head, so now I can't remember. Oh, yeah, now I was going to say. Uh, in addition to that, I will tell you what one of the things we're serving for my family, I, I, my sister in law has purchased a turducken that I will be cooking at my house uh, Thursday uh, Thanksgiving morning. And I'm very much looking forward to it because I've never had turducken. I've never made turducken. It's bacon-wrapped and sausage-stuffed turducken. So I can't imagine a scenario where it's not going to be delicious. But I've never made it before. Gosh. And I can't fry it because of the bacon. I can't fry it. Um, so I have to cook it normal. But uh, I'm very much looking forward to it.
0: And just again, what is a turducken for a, our listeners who don't know? A
1: turducken is a chicken wrapped in a duck wrapped in a turkey so a turducken oh my chicken, gosh duck turkey and in this case it's sausage wrapped in chicken wrapped in duck <laughs> wrapped in turkey wrapped in bacon so i'd like to think it's deliciousness incarnate um but i will i will report back after we've consumed Good. it
0: yeah. i want a full report i want a uh, I want a five page report on New my desk
1: problemo and we're also going to do a side of something we're either, going to, we're either going to fry a turkey breast Or make a lasagna to go with it as one of the options
0: Well, That sounds, what what I do For what, my, my thing I, My family people you know, make just, my... just,
1: just to point out something We are fully digressing out of the ordinary And I feel like this is a conversation We need to introduce our guest into
0: I think so I,
1: I think it's rude to talk about food without an, know, inviting her in
0: I agree, Jessica Gettings, how are you? I'm doing pretty well, thanks. Are
1: we making you hungry at all with the conversation um, yes. about food? Yes,
0: food is food is my love language. Oh, so I love that. <laughs> this I've... is this
2: is the conversation to bring me into. <laughs> that sounds... Have you had turducken? No, I haven't. It, it okay. sounds intense.
1: I will I will make sure to report back to you as well because uh, I I, gar- I was about to say well I'll I'll bring the two of you leftovers. However, I'm certain that there will no will be no leftovers. So. Wow. I will simply have to report back what, what it tasted like.
2: That's um that's that, pretty it's intense. A... My sister's a vegan, actually. So oh, wow. if she uh, oh, no. just just talking about that might give her a stomachache.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have been able to avoid vegans in the family so far. I, my, my niece, my eldest niece, turned vegan for about a month. Because if she was eating meat and it was like upsetting her stomach, so for she claimed medical reasons she she went she went off the the meat. Um, but she came right back to like, as a matter of fact, she had a cheeseburger. We, we had a family dinner last night and she had a cheeseburger at the dinner. And I, I was like, you know, it, I, I only love you more when you, when you eat the meat. So that's, that makes me very happy. <laughs> that's, that's okay.
0: I was just reading about Kevin Smith, the actor. I think we've referenced him. He's having a vegan.
1: My spirit animal. Yeah. Many he's... people it went back when he was fat, Kevin Smith. Uh, most people commented how much he and I look alike. And I, I've always been a Kevin's as a Jersey boy, I've always been a fan of many of his movies and, uh, yeah, I love that. And then uh, he had a heart attack and now he's dropped more than 50 pounds and he did it by his daughter is vegan. Um, and he was medically for, for medical reasons, he was put on a potato diet for one month. All he ate were baked potatoes for one month. No, no, no sour cream, no butter baked little salt and actually I'm not even sure about the salt just just baked potatoes and he dropped 50 pounds he's now an ambassador for weight watchers
0: well the power of the potato right hey
1: listen man I, I love potatoes that's one of my that's one actually I love but I love potatoes in all of its forms the problem is, is I always gravitate to gravitate towards the French fries,
0: mm-hmm. which
1: I really gotta get out of my system. I eat way too many French fries in a given week.
0: Don't
1: we all? I think uh-huh. we do. I think that's a good way of putting it. But baked potatoes and potato wedges and roasted potato. Oh man, there's not a form of potato. Hash I w- browns. I hash brown. Oh, that's another one. <laughs> oh, <my gosh.
0: laughs> and what do, what do you do for Thanksgiving? Jessica? um,
2: so we have um, Thanksgiving at my house. Um, I. Uh, we have my dad's side of the family over um, for Thanksgiving. Um, I don't really know how that was decided. I guess my mom's family is Puerto Rican, so that wasn't as big a thing to them, um, but that was always like a huge holiday for my dad's family. And my dad's one of, um, originally one of eight, uh, he lost two of his brothers, but now he's one of six, but he either way we have a, a big family, lots of cousins. Um, so we'll have my dad's side of the family over uh, my mom makes a turkey. Everybody brings a different side. I think there's going to be like 50 people at my house. Oh, that sounds exciting. Wow. yeah, it's, Yeah, it's really nice. It's one of the only times a year we actually all get to like see each other, so I'm pretty excited about it. That's <laughs> that is,
1: very cool.
0: I thought I had a lot. I'm, I'm going to have about 25 people at my parents' house. Yeah. This
1: is a weird one for me. We've had so many family members die off um, or get married and move away over the last five years that ours has shrunk, shrunk so much that um, I actually got a little sad over it that um, our Thanksgiving dinner is a little smaller this year. So I'm trying to combine family members to to just so just because so, I like much like the two of you. I love it used to for me, Christmas and Thanksgiving were I used to refer to them as batan death marches because you would go from house to house to house. We would see everybody. And now just because of the nature of we've all grown up yeah. um it's harder to see everybody so my, i'm telling you embrace these opportunities because sometimes <laughs> they they start to fade out after a while did no. we properly introduce our guests other than just gettings
0: no we're <laughs> just uh you are you you are young adult minister yes, right correct. at st Catherine drexel mm-hmm. in egg harbour township so welcome Thanks. No, we said your name the this Republican. is
1: uh, we we just had too much fun during the the intro that we, we screwed everything up. But yes, thank you very much. And particularly, thank you, Cupford, for driving up in the middle of a snowstorm. Yeah, we, uh, yeah no problem. I, I had Pete tell you yesterday that we would certainly understand if you wanted to beg off, but we're very thankful that uh, you made the trip up here. That's very kind of you. Thank you.
2: Yeah. Thanks for having it. me. No, I, I thought about it. I was like, okay, it's snowing. Like, you know, we're just going to pray over this one. And on the way here, I was like, God, like, get me there safely because I got something to do. And I made well, it here alive, so it's cool.
1: <laughs> I'm very hopeful you make it home alive as well. So yeah, that's, that's, it'll be but great. thank you very much for coming up. The um so I'm curious as a, you 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 yourself are a young adult, um, what sort of got you into young adult ministry?
2: Okay. Um so I think I've just always been into it. Um I mean obviously as as the ages go on, you are in different a different kind of ministries. Um I was part of Uh, like my mom ran a youth group when i was little um and i was obviously too young for it but i would hang around because it was my mom running it so i would always be around all these older kids who were really into youth group and really into their faith Mm. um and then i just grew up in the church and um we also went to i don't know if you know line of judah i've heard of it yeah so um i went to line of judah my cousin stephanie was in it when i was younger what's Um,
1: what's line of judah i've never heard of that.
2: Lion of Judah um it was I don't see I'm looking at it from when I was like young so everyone was older than me I think it was like a youth and young adult prayer community um so we would meet and we would do like worship and we would have prayer we'd have guest speakers um was more of like a charismatic I guess kind of group um and I went from I know I think Jeff Jeff Shields you had him here and he used to go to um Lion of Judah that's where I met him and his family and um so I, I was introduced to it because my cousin Stephanie was part of it. And then as the years went on, I became less of a tag-along with my family, and I became more part of that. Um, so that you know, young adult ministry has just been present. I used to drive to Carney's Point, to Father Chuck's. Um, church. I don't know if you guys oh. know Father Chuck. Oh,
1: sure. Um, I used to
2: drive there for young adult ministry. And
1: actually, Father Chuck Kalazi is scheduled to come on next week, right? Yeah, yeah nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. we'll say hi for you. And
2: then I was heavily involved in Stockton's Newman Club, and sometimes I actually I still kind of am. Um, so that was really what – those are just some of the things leading up to where I am now. Um, but definitely I think Stockton was one of the most recent and uh, formative – things in my walk with young adult ministry, because I just realized, I really realized the significance of it, because that was probably the most mature I've been in my walk with God, and I just, I think I really found my heart for
0: it there. Where, is that where you went to college, Stockton? hmm
2: yeah, I went to ACC for a couple years in Mays Landing, and then uh, I took a year off, and then I went to Stockton starting in 2015, and I was there for two and a half years, and um, so I graduated last December
0: wonderful. Mm-hmm. Well, and and where were you born? Where are you from in South Jersey? Mays Landing. Mays Landing. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's and so that's not too far from Egg Harbor Township, right where you're working now.
2: No, it's about 20 25 minutes away. Okay.
0: Yeah. And so how long have you been at St. Catherine Drexel? How did how did you start? How did you get into that position? Yeah, how
1: did how did you know to like how did you make that that jump from being someone on the receiving end of young adult ministry to coming to that realization that you wanted to be in charge of young adult ministry or or a minister of young adult ministry
2: um okay so I was grad I was getting ready to graduate um it was maybe October or November of 2017 and I remember getting a phone call I had been teaching RCIT uh you know RCIA for teenagers I've been teaching it at St. Catherine Drexel just uh once a week and so I knew Millette uh, from St. Catherine Drexel. She's the oh, director. Yeah. yeah, she's really the director of Youth and Young Adult Ministry. I am I guess I'm technically like her assistant, but Young Adult Ministry is more of my thing that I do there. Um, so she reached out to me and she, I remember I was at school and she was calling me and I was so nervous because I just always assume the worst when someone's like calling me. Um, I don't know why, but I was so nervous. I was like, why is she calling me? Did I do something wrong in RCIT? Did I like teach heresy? Like, I don't know. <laughs> and so she called me and she said, hey, we have this uh, position open. Uh, we are we're really developing a position for young adult ministry. And you're somebody that we thought of that might be interested. Do you want to take a position and develop young adult ministry? And so, like, that's something I was already passionate about. And I didn't think I would get much of a chance to do that because, you know, you get intimidated if you don't have, like, a theology degree. I took a few uh, of the SIMIC courses, like the Camden oh. Ministry Institute um, I took okay, a few yeah. of those. That's where I actually met Millette. But um, yeah, so she reached out to me. She said, do you want to do this? And I was like, oh, okay. That's, I didn't know that was an option for me. Uh, and so I thought about it for a little bit. And then as of January 2018, that's when I started. So it's almost been a year since I've been there. Although we didn't really uh, kick off the the ministry and the meetings till about the summer. Because um, I was just spending time like developing
0: things, yeah. I remember you and I were talking about it at one of the theology on taps. Yeah, you were, you were. I could tell, I think it was one of the first times I really got to talk to you. I could just tell you were passionate about it. You were having asking questions, you know, just talking about your excitement of it. And you guys meet every Thursday night, right? Correct. Are you meeting tonight with this weather? Yeah.
2: Oh, okay. Well, I didn't really think about the weather. <laughs> so um, as long as it doesn't get worse, then we're still meeting tonight. And I really hope we don't have to cancel because we have an exciting meeting tonight. So oh, I don't want to I don't want to have to cancel it. Um, Father Anthony Infante, he's one of the newest, I'm sure you know him. Oh, yeah. He's one of the newest um, priests in our diocese, and uh, he's a good friend of mine. So I asked him to come to a meeting. I was like, you can come as a guest and hang out, or if you want to give a talk of some sort. So he's actually giving a presentation tonight. Um, that I'm really excited about
1: what's what's the presenta- presentation subject.
2: Um, it's on Okay, I have to I, I, I always get lost in the phrasing of it, but he actually asked to do this topic I think after like an article that he read um it was Catholic dating and marriage and focus on What kind of things to look for in a Catholic man or woman what qualities to look for when it comes to dating and marriage and also just taking it um, and applying it to yourself as well. What kind of Catholic woman you should be and what kind of Catholic man you should be. So like just showing some of the strengths and the strengths that you should uh, strive for, um, for yourself and then things that maybe you could recognize in someone that you potentially might date or marry. So I think it's really relevant to a lot of the people in the group.
0: Yeah. And what's your what's the age range? About eight, what is it, young um, adults or? 18, definitely 18 and up. Um,
2: It's really open to interpretation because I think everyone has a different version of young adult. I've heard people say, um, I know Greg Coogan a lot of times just uses the phrase 30 somethings. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That's not a phrase that I use too much. But, you know, some people like, you know, some people say 35, some people say 39 ish. Um, so it really depends. I mean, some. Does people... anyone
1: say forty six? Because it's still my favorite thing to go to <laughs> is young adults. Those, those are the people I will I, I admit that and any excuse that I have to, to shanghai my way into a, um, a uh, or, or coerce my way into a, uh, um, a young adult meeting or like particularly the theology on taps. We, I will I fully admit that we podcasted a bunch of the Theology on Taps just so I had a reason to be there. Because I, I really it inspires me so much to see the young people, these young adults together, having these conversations about Catholic faith, being inspired by Catholic faith. I mean, as much as we enjoyed Man Up, Man Up skewed a bit older, which is fine. And that's a, an area of the population we need to encourage as well but the thing that encourages me is seeing all oh, that is this this great young people who who could be going out and doing anything else they want to on a thursday night but they decide to hang out with this similar group of people and and share stories and learn about elements of their Catholic faith that they they may not have an opportunity to talk about or experience in, in our highly secularized world. I mean, I've talked at nauseum on this podcast about this group of friends that sort of brought me back. I I never left the faith, but but invigorated the faith in me. And it it, it, it took place during my young adult years. It took place during ages twenty four to. 36 and if that hadn't happened i would not be a the person i am today and i would not be capable of the role i have today uh if if it hadn't been for that group of 10 people coming together and continually inspiring me and i will find that as a middle-aged person with a kid and uh, strong responsibilities in many different directions um I don't avail myself of that as much as I did in the years before child and responsibilities came along. And I do miss that, which is what made me so happy about Man Up. Uh, it, it gave us an opportunity to do that. But for young adults, I, I find it in many respects perhaps as important, if, if not more important, than if you went to, uh, you know, CCD or you went to Catholic schools. Because that's kind of foisted upon you but this is very much voluntary there. There's something in you. And once you get to meet all these people, I mean, Pete, you, you know, you're, you're on the core team of, of theology on tap. And I mean, I've seen how excited you get when you get around these young people. Oh. They, they really, they bring all that joy out of you in, in the um, best way possible, you know?
0: Yeah, I, they do. I, and there's just something uh, just Sharon, I have a personal connection with your, uh, cousin Stephanie who we were just talking about because her and I were in the St. Rose Yam group together and one of the formative experiences was she organized a trip to Steubenville Ohio for uh it was about 10 years ago about now and at the Franciscan University of Steubenville and she knew people there and we stayed at their house so we took a road trip uh there were eight of us who drove from here seven hours to Steubenville early in the morning and we got back and just fond memories of doing that and th- that place I don't know if, if you guys know Steubenville have been there on fire for the Lord and that kind of that those experiences not only there but different things we would do as a group um with Yam and it's just and now with Theology on Tap and every time I see like I know uh Jessica, you're always. I promise, I am gonna come out one time, <laughs> at least. I don't believe you. At least, you. not more. What? I don't believe you. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I will. Uh, I will be there. I know Thursdays. I don't. I don't know. I'm not gonna make any more excuses. But so just uh, that's you, just you can so have healthy.
1: A, you can have a little bit of an excuse in the sense that uh, you live on the other side of the state, and yeah, but I, you have job responsibilities
0: that's right i I could um
1: but those are perfectly reasonable reasons for not being able to go all the time but certainly when available i mean i that's what i try to do i know i can't make it to everything but if i can find a hole in my schedule i will show up to something particularly if it's as inspiring as as what you're doing yeah you know
2: come out
0: sometime
1: wait i'm too old i'm you can just call it a
0: talking catholic event we can there's ways (laughs) there's ways to work around that Talking—that's the thing. We go talking Catholic young adults down there.
1: You know, people mm-hmm. keep saying, "How come you and I don't do speaking events as as co-hosts of the uh, of the podcast?" And my my you, I, as far as I'm concerned, you can do it if you want. My reason for not doing it is is I've always felt that you and I are not the reason why people check out the podcast. It's we have had what is this our ninety third, ninety fourth. Interview, I think we've done, Um, and everyone we've ever had on has been so fantastic. And I'm like, well, those are the people you want to bring out to speaking events. So I tell it when everyone asks, honestly, this is what I say: when people come to me and ask, "Uh, "Do you have anybody? We have an event coming up. Do you have anybody?" I say, "Go look at the list from Talking Catholic. Pick any of those people out, and they will make great speakers at your event."
0: I agree. Yeah, I think not the
1: co-hosts, but definitely the the interviewees.
0: (laughs) This is why. I mean, yeah the, the 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 guests are the engine of this piece, so Jessica, what just can you? Uh, we were mentioning before about a uh, women's ministry you're involved with, right? Yeah.
2: What is that called? Uh, so it's called Blessed Is She. Um, it is based off of there's a I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but there's a online um, Catholic ministry uh, for women of all ages. It's called Blessed Is She, and um, they're really just awesome they're really fostering community through the internet and um, they have different like events that they put on different retreats they have options where um, you can get daily devotions with the daily mass readings emailed to your uh, to your inbox and they just uh, they have like regional uh, Facebook groups for different parts of the country so they have a lot going on there and it's really awesome I know a lot of women who get a lot out of it and so what I do is I take their reflections, I mean, I emailed them to make sure it was okay, of course, but I take their reflections um, from that I get in my email and uh, with the daily mass readings. And once a month, my I have the young adult group at St. Catherine Drexel. Will as like a sub kind of group from that, once a month we'll meet and just do like a young adult women's group and we'll read the mass readings for that day in the reflection. And we'll just kind of talk about it. Um, I think there's something really important about women's ministry. I think that sometimes you know, a mixture is good. Sometimes men and women together is good. And sometimes it's good to just have men or just have women because you can um, open up a different way. I think the spirit moves in a different way. I think yeah. it's just, I think it's a really important thing. So we at least make time once a month for that. Um, and it's been pretty fruitful and it's it's really awesome.
0: That's Where, do you just meet in the parish once a month or?
2: Um, yeah, we do. So some of our meetings uh, are in, as far as the young adult ministry, we alternate back and forth from the rectory. There's a parish library in the rectory. And then um, you know sometimes we do the classrooms in the church. The women's group meetings are always in the rectory. Um, so it's like it's like across the parking lot, and uh, it's in the rectory, and then there's like a little library in there, across, and there's a chapel. So we'll usually meet in there, because it's usually a smaller, small group,
0: so. And is this something you had experience with before uh, you started this young adult group, this women's? kind of gathering, this women's fellowship?
2: Yeah, I've had a few uh, small groups that I've been part of. Um, You know, it's – I think there's a season for everything, so there have been a few uh, women's groups that I would either, like, lead or be part of, and I think they've been really great. And I had thought of starting one at Newman Club, um, but I never really got around to it. But then once I took this job, I was thinking, you know, that's something that I think I really need to pour into. It was just something I felt called to. And so I decided to start it there as part of the ministry that I was doing for my work. Um, I, You know, I, I don't do it weekly just because I think more of the main focus needs to be in the general young adult ministry right now. But I wanted to make sure that I at least made some time for that because um, I do think it's important. And I'm also part of another. Small women's group, completely outside of my ministry. It's just in a cafe with some other uh, Christian, non-denominational girls, oh, cool. and so that's like a completely outside of my work. God kind of orchestrated that. It was just mm-hmm. like a by chance kind of thing. So that's more one of the things I do on my personal time um, to be spiritually fed. So I'm definitely women's ministry is a big part of my life right now. Well, you know,
1: that's something I I really have been very impressed by over the years. Are people when you get a new job like that, this is something I did with the diocese, when you get a new job like that or and you sort of, you know, you figure out your balance and whatnot, uh, try to experiment with with doing things you hadn't done. They've like, been in the back of your mind, like, I think this could be successful um I'm going to give this a try and if nothing happens with it that's fine but let's let's see what happens when when I came here the the benefit of being the director of communications is I've been able to do most of the things I've said okay let's give this a whirl like the podcast for instance that was yeah. this was it was not a vanity project but I absolutely thought it was something that could be beneficial to Catholics and um, and would be something that we've never tried in the diocese and if it if it didn't work It wouldn't work But as we're coming up on our 100th episode i'm going to say that we've been mildly successful pete Would you uh, would you agree with uh, mildly successful?
0: I would okay I, would. I mean just... and, and i'm
1: say that in the best way possible that uh that things are going well, so i'm i'm Very thrilled that you've been Uh experimenting a little bit with what your ministry will be and trying new things I I think that's a sign of a a, a good leader when you when you try something new so nice. kudos no problem. <laughs> thank you <laughs> You're welcome
0: i think that's so important too we um i try to do i told you about mike trying to get you out i think i do like a little we do a little men's breakfast i do it with some friends we go to cracker barrel yeah
1: how come i didn't get invited to poker night for the i told
0: you i sent you an email about poker night you did i did when i sent it when i got to you and so my my because I just found counsel. out
1: I found out one of our colleagues in the Star Herald is going on Friday night. Yeah, and I'm like, I didn't get invited.
0: I sent you the email. You did. I I did. Are you I sure? S- I'm positive. I sent it to you. I sent it to the knights. I sent it to you, Neil, who is going with his wife and Paul. Yeah, More Neil. Neil,
1: his wife is even better than Neil. Neil is fantastic. Neil Cullen is what oh. we're talking about, the ad, the ad manager for the Catholic Star Herald, who's been with us for about four months now, and he's fantastic. Um, but I was thinking about that. I was like, I got all, I got all sad because I was like, oh, I didn't get invited. Well, maybe well, I didn't get invited. Maybe it ended up in my spam folder. I'll go check. Oh
0: gosh, I'm just I'm, man, I'm I'm spam. Is that what my email uh, is spam?
1: No, I have never <laughs> spammed you as part of your. I've never. <laughs> added you to that but uh the uh yeah i'll have to check it out if if i have nothing oh shoot i don't think i can go after all after all my whining i'm not sure i can go i just realized that my wife has to set up for an event and a um an autumn auction at my son's school on friday night
0: what time does it start on friday night seven tomorrow it's 40 bucks
1: Oh, $40. I don't know if I have it. Well, we'll see. The um, but and uh, is it sign-ups at the door? You have to register. Yeah, you can sign dance. up.
0: Yeah, you come in. Right. I'm I'm either going to be a player or a dealer. I don't know just yet. Because well,
1: I've often said you're a player. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, well, I, I in times like these, I think of the uh,
1: podcast listener. She didn't laugh out loud, but I saw her turn her head to the side and laugh heartily at that joke I just made so Jessica did so I'm very <laughs> very excited about that
0: what did Kenny Rogers say you gotta know when to hold them yes know when to fold them yes you know what, what are you doing uh, tomorrow night Jessica Where are you and your friends bring them out to the Knights of Columbus poker night at St. Pete's in Merchantville 6735 is the name of the council plug for my council in Merchantville
2: oh I can't go tomorrow wait what's tomorrow Friday yeah I have a movie date with my sister
1: Ooh, My little wow. sister wants
2: to see the
0: Grinch.
1: Family first, always. <gasps>
0: I heard, well, okay. <laughs> I'm a little, I love the original Grinch. Have you seen that and the Jim Carrey version? Oh, of course. What do you think? What do you think about the Jim Carrey one? I think it's classic.
1: Do you know I, I never, know, I never saw it.
2: Really?
0: The really? Jim Carrey?
1: Yeah, I it's never saw the Jim Carrey version. I don't know right. why. Not, not. I don't have any problems with Jim Carrey. I don't know why I never saw it but maybe it's because I'm so personally invested into the original the animated version that I'm like I don't know I don't know if I'd go down that road but I am curious to see the new Grinch movie I I have a feeling my son might say uh, hey dad let's go so
0: yeah it was one of those it was you know normally when you talk about voice actors I can tell who's who but I saw the trailer and then I was like I don't know who that is and then it's been a Cumberbatch She's in every movie now and I cannot place I don't he must have done, like, something for that voice. He's Doctor Strange, right? He is. Yeah. Okay. And Sherlock. She made... No, and... no,
1: but dude, man, she just made a Marvel reference. That makes her even more awesome than we thought <laughs>
0: <That> before. Is... <laughs> so, we... oh, can we... She is now permanently invited back anytime she wants <laughs> I... to the podcast. Nice. <laughs> sure. Are you a Marvel fan? <laughs> yeah. Really? So, what do you think about... Uh, we're, we're, we are mourning Stan Lee right now. Oh, my gosh. I think it's so sad. Have you been seeing all the memes?
1: Yeah. Um, it's... I... I... Every single person in the Marvel Cinematic Universe has put out just a beautiful social media post about it. Everyone seems to have been truly touched by what it, just like what a kind person Stanley was, and and but even more so than that, that his stories were so relevant. Uh, even you know, 50 years after they've been written, um, he was yeah. kind of they had a great foresight into that, and very inclusive, and and just a, just an incredible sort of producer of interesting stories which as you and I know as content creators can be difficult and imagine doing that for 50 years and then turning it over to Kevin Feige and uh, the people at Marvel Studios and then turning into just creating these behemoth movies that everybody seems to love yeah. and other studios can't replicate some Hashtag Gee. DC Universe, <laughs> um, and uh, but it's it's uh, it's amazing. So yeah, I was I, I I got that news sort of on the fly. I was I, I was just about to leave work, I think, and someone said, "Oh, Stan Lee died," and, and my initial reaction, it was a guttural moment of, "Oh," like I haven't felt that bad since I heard about Robin Williams' uh, suicide. Oh, that was gut. Go. So,
0: well, I was with uh, I was with Father Dave Rivera Monday night. And he's a priest in uh, in Hamilton, and I told him I was just looking like at my phone. we were at dinner together. I said, "Oh, Stan Lee died," and immediately he said, "Oh no, no more Marvel cameos," because <laughs> so, he's been in like forty something, I think dating back to like the '80s. He's been in uh, he's been ubiquitous, different characters, even in this last Avengers movie. He was. Uh, he was in this, you know, he's in there for two seconds, but everybody knows Stan Lee. Yeah. And what were you saying, Mike, about his stories that I've, I've really, I read this somewhere and I've never forgotten it, and it's true, I think. Uh, you look at Marvel characters, Marvel comics, those characters are just innately more relatable than DC. Like, I don't know, Alien and Superman and... Batman is a little crazy and he wears a bat suit. Like I think about Spider-Man, the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, the kid from New York, from yeah. Queens who he's haunted by some stuff that's happened and so with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah. Is the mantra I always remember. And like what what about you, Jessica? How did you get into Marvel? How did that from the comics or the movies?
1: I believe she may have already said Benedict Cumberbatch, oh. but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, my wife got into it by uh, Chris Hemsworth, the, the Thor, the first Thor movie when he appears with his shirt off. Jennifer was has been into Marvel movies ever since.
2: No, Captain's my favorite, Captain America. Oh uh,
1: yeah,
2: but yeah, not the comics. I had a couple friends who, um, a couple years ago, I forget even what year it was, but a few years ago, we were at IMAX and I they wanted to go see like Age of Ultron or something and I had seen one or two Marvel movies like in the past but I didn't really think too much about it but then I was like oh wait I actually really like this Um, which I've heard that's not even a good one to start on every time I tell uh, my boyfriend Tommy every time I tell him I'm like oh yeah that was the first one that I saw he's like are you kidding me like that's the first Marvel movie that you saw um but yeah I I got into it and I would just kind of catch up uh here and there so now I'll go and watch I I admit I don't I didn't read the comics, but uh, I did get into it after that, and I will make sure to go see every movie now because they're just phenomenal.
1: Yeah, they're, yeah. they're well-made, and it's funny that you would say that. My son and I were having a Marvel discussion last night in the car, and he said uh, he was telling me that... Um he was telling me that uh, there was one Marvel movie that is not – oh, yeah, he was saying, he was saying that the, the Marvel movie he likes least is Age of Ultron. And for him, it was – because he's 10 years old now, so things are starting to creep him out a little bit more. There's a, there's a fantasy sequence in Age of Ultron where Thor goes into this sort of electrified water and he ends up having visions, and the visions kind of freak out Jack. But then we got onto the topic of all the other Marvel movies. And even he said, yeah, I don't like that movie, but it's still a really good movie. I said, yeah. It's, <laughs> if, so if that was your yeah. entrance to the least mm-hmm. liked of the movies. Uh, and, uh, and, it, and I agree, by the way. Even though it's not as good as the original Avengers and, or, and not as good as, say, the first Guardians of the Galaxy, um, which are my two favorite. Uh, and actually now Thor Ragnarok is in that mix as well. Um, it is still a great movie. With a great with great messages and and it's really well done,
0: yeah.
1: as all opposed the, to all the DC universe movies. You know, my
2: Wonder Woman, though. One, I oh like yes,
1: you're absolutely right. Wonder Woman she is, is outstanding. Cr- oh my gosh, she was yes, great. she's outstanding. Although I think they did a disservice. I think the way it ended, uh, the last battle scene did a disservice to the movie itself because it was it was it went from the interesting to the absurd at the very end. But I still say the movie is outstanding, and that was not anything related to the story writers. That was the cinematographers that screwed up the end of that movie. The um, uh, But the other movie that I like a lot is Suicide Squad, which is much maligned, but that's one of the few DC Universe movies that actually has pretty good heart in it. And like, it, 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 what it didn't have was a good villain, and this is why Marvel movies excel is marvel and actually the entire marvel cinematic universe the best of the like the best of the netflix uh, marvel tv shows the best of them have really good villains like daredevil season three from the just i uh, just just came out like a month ago it's one of the best films they've ever had and they they brought back uh, the kingpin villain but they they completely recreated him like like a, a whole new i mean it's still him and his backstory but the manner in which they utilized him was phenomenal. Like he becomes, like at first you, you think he's just this sort of like broken down old villain, and then you realize, oh no, he's hit supervillain status. But you don't realize it until the penultimate episode, really, that what he's done. So anyway, that's that's what makes him so good. And I like that was the thing. I loved the Ultron character, like the, James Spader. I think th- thought did a great job voicing him and and doing the mocap for him. Yeah, but something just like there was a, a slight miss in it, which is why it doesn't reach the the, the pantheon of the other Marvel movies.
0: Yeah, and I th- I think the director too even said he was a little tired. He after was it that was... movie, so and I think that probably showed in the the way it was done. Yeah, it know, was Joss Whedon who, who did the first uh, Avengers, yeah. and he. Yeah. But what what do you two? I have a question for both of you with with Marvel. What what draws I mean, I, I'm still trying to figure this out for myself. Why are we drawn to superheroes? Like, what is this culture? I mean, is it the heroism? You think is it the?
1: Yeah, I think I think they do the things that we would like to be able to do if we were ever called into service to defend the earth or something like that. But you know, it doesn't. But the, the, and they're all Marvel characters, or not that DC camera characters aren't damaged as well. Batman's probably one of the most damaged. Cartoon characters in history But um uh, Something about the that There's a human There's a human element to Or a real world element To Marvel characters I don't think exists in other Worlds You know Tony Stark is a You know Billionaire uh, Playboy phila- Philanthropist But he's also A broken man Who Has had to rebuild himself Over the course of 10 years of Marvel movies You know And he still screws up All the time you know
0: and I think that's what you see and even you talked about daredevil um he's one of my favorite because he's Catholic and that totally yeah. comes part into a superhero story did you At see least, the did you see the third season yeah yet. I need
1: to see it 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 takes place completely he every episode takes place in the parish or school he went to that's, um, I, his mother is in it. Or uh, I
0: know the story, comic book story. Yeah, you about know the, his mother, yeah, 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 So yeah. Uh, not gonna spoil anything, but I'm excited. I do need to watch it, and and I love the first. Have you seen Daredevil, Jessica? Uh, I feel like I might be thinking of the right one. Is that the one where he's blind? Yes. Yes. Okay. So well, they made a movie with Ben Affleck, but then they made you a Netflix. You can skip that.
2: <laughs> okay. Huh. Yeah. I yeah. The Netflix series. I watched some of that. I I never ended up finishing it. Um, but. I do know which one you're talking about, at least. And I like that he's Catholic. <laughs> um, well,
1: the Catholicism is a is a strong element of season three, which you can pretty much jump into without having seen... It would be helpful to see the previous seasons, but you could just go into it with season three and read the recaps of seasons one and two, and you'll be ready to go. But from a Catholic angle... And, the, I mean, Catholicism takes... A little bit of a beating in it, um, but the elements of Catholicism of you know um, reconciliation and confession and and you know um, you know recovery after trauma are you know spiritual recovery after trauma are all sort of elements of it, and uh, I think it's beautifully done. I really do, and there's a great sacrifice moment in it as well so all the uh, but nobody go nobody grew up to be daredevil because that guy just gets beaten up a lot
0: no and he but i he was someone i was drawn to as a little kid more i love the i love the visual style of him Mm. he just looks like a cool character and so jessica with um Came back to the young adults. That was a nice Marvel diversion.
1: That was. We haven't had yeah. a deep dive like that since the last time. No. I wish Father Rob was here I was going to say.
2: And, uh, you know, that's <laughs> how my confessions with him. He won't, you know, when I bring up confession, he's like, what are you talking about? Because, you know, sealed confession. But I have no problem saying that I've been to confession with Father Rob. And I think I realized how much I loved him as a confessor when it ended with a Marvel conversation. And he has, like, some Marvel things in his office. And
0: it's he's awesome. <laughs> he really, is, yeah. he just... Yeah, I think he goes to Comic-Con every year.
1: You know, I went I was trying to find a photograph a good photograph of him to put up as when we announced him as our first guest of the 100th episode and so, I, I, I did a Google search first, and then I went through some of my photographs, and I just couldn't find anything I really liked other than a photograph of him on the podcast. I was like, no, nah, I want to find something really good from, like, that shows him as a priest. And there are a couple of photographs, but not, not nothing that I really had in mind. So, I went onto his Facebook profile, and it was all Comic-Con mm-hmm. photographs. And I was like, I don't <laughs> think any of those are going to work for a promo. They, I mean, don't get me wrong. Me, personally, I was jealous of every single photograph I saw. But I'm uh, like, ah, we got to get him. Him, uh, we gotta get some good photos of him in action as a as a priest, a little bit as good as good quality as the ones of him at the Comic Con.
0: Yeah, he, tell him well, to bring I'm his sure uh, shield.
1: I love his shield.
2: <sighs> he has yeah. His I have pictures freaking out in his kitchen, like holding <laughs> holding yeah. the Captain. A few of us went over there for dinner one night, and he's like, "I have a Captain America replica shield." I was like, "Are you kidding me?" And I'm just like geeking out in the picture, and I, I'm like
0: holding it, and oh my gosh, it's incredible. Yeah,
1: gosh, <laughs> you, you, know, you cool. should
0: bring that to the. Uh, Talking Catholic, uh,
1: the Shield. Yeah, hey I can totally that's up to him. I endorse that. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Jessica's um, with young adults. We, you, and I were at a an event almost a month ago with Greg Coogan in Hamilton. The what? A month ago? I thought that was, was, was like two weeks ago. Oh, was? So I don't my know. It's
2: not been. <laughs> I maybe a, you're right. I have a bad memory. It's okay. You're probably right.
0: <laughs> no, I think it was probably. Yeah, it was. It was getting dark, so it might have been after daylight savings. I can't remember. But you and I were in uh, St. Mary, Mount Carmel, in St. Aide of the Padua, little parish center, uh, which was a great time for young adults to kind of come together. And just speak about your experience with, uh, with us sharing ideas, like how to build young adult ministry here.
2: Um, so I think... You know, I think it's good to get everybody on the same room when it comes to these topics, especially people from the diocese, because we don't have a ton going on for young adults, so it's nice, the people that are interested, to really come together, and uh, some of the people there were people that were in leadership with young adult ministry, and so it was nice to be able to just get together, make, uh, like, you know, make contacts with people and uh, get to know people, see where they're at. I met a few new people that are looking for ministry, and they don't have... Really, anywhere to go, or they're starting up ministry. And I was able to, like, maybe give a little bit of advice and say, okay, well, this worked for me, this didn't work for me. Um, So I think that was really good. Just seeing where people are at and what people's concerns are, because, you know, some people have different concerns as far as, like, there was a married couple, and maybe they don't want to go to a young adult ministry that caters more to singles in college and right out of college because they feel like they're a little bit past that. so, and, you know, there's nothing wrong with any kind of ministry, but different young adult ministries feed different people. Not everyone's going to fit everybody. So that was just a reminder of that. And um, I just think that was, I don't know, I met a few new people and I was able to invite them out to my ministry. Uh, because our ministry is really good, I think, in the sense of there's a wide, there's a widespread um group of people we have some people that are in college some people that are out of college and working we even had like a married couple that came recently uh so we were really excited to have them so i just try my best to make everyone feel welcome and to make it relate to everybody uh that comes in because i don't want anyone to feel like singled out if they're in a different stage of life you know it might not suit everybody yeah. but we do have people that have different styles of uh you know there's their personality maybe different styles of worship they're into um, or different ages different stages in life so i was able to you know um point some of the people i met towards different ministries okay well if you're in this stage of life maybe this won't be good for you or you know you're welcome to come to ours it is through saint catherine drexel but we open it up to other people in the diocese
1: you know i'm curious uh, you're new at this you know it's something you've been working at for about a year now but mm-hmm. listen i Three years into the diocese, I'm still considering myself new at it. Um, are there things that you want to do that you haven't gotten the opportunity to do? Is like, do you have any other sort of like goals of of even greater things you want to do?
2: Wow, that's deep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I have. I had a whole list of ideas when Father John and Millette first brought me in, um, and Mona, the parish director, when they first brought me in to talk about this position. I had a whole list you know coming in like I didn't want to act like I knew everything but I had this whole list of ideas and goals and ideas for meeting set up and you know this is a this is the structure of the meeting we could have and like I came in just kind of full force like with all these ideas and obviously you have to start off slow Um, and so it did start off with I think we started off with the weekly meeting and we do the Bible studies and the young adult group uh, like you know like the other kind of meeting that we have and mostly right now it it is just the weekly meetings but we'll have different events here and there and I would like to get more involved with um, setting up more like service opportunities for people because that's one of the main goals that I had coming into it. Um, Something I learned at Newman is that if you give people opportunities for leadership and for service they're going to take them. Um, You know there are plenty of service opportunities at Newman and there were leadership opportunities where I could Volunteer and say, Hey, I'm going to lead a worship night um, if anybody wants to come. And that really helped me step up and get into a leadership role. So I was more confident taking this job when it was my time and I wanted to give that opportunity to other people. So I do want to do more service things. Um, maybe just, I've been trying to make different events known to people and say, Hey, this is going on in the diocese. We can all go here as a group. You know, down the line, it would be great if a group of us could go on like more pilgrimages together um obviously that's different because that involves a lot more money but Newman Club offered that a group of my friends went to uh World Youth Day in Poland and then they went to the Holy Land the following year and that's something you obviously have to save up for or get sponsored but it's just good to offer the community to have those opportunities with you know not everyone's always going to be able to make it I didn't get to go on those trips but just I think my main thing with the, the with my goals for the future is just giving people more opportunities to step up to and to grow in their relationship with God. Mm -hmm. So sometimes, and that's even little things, sometimes that's challenging somebody to do the closing prayer and say, hey, you're going to do the closing prayer. And just, I want want to help people grow, you know.
0: I remember in Miami, one of the things we did, we did little uh, day trip pilgrimages. We Mm -hmm. went to uh, um, Mount St. Mary's, uh, the shrine in Emmitsburg, Maryland, which is about three hours away, three and a half. Beautiful, and one of the things I've always talked about With some friends going up to New York I understand, I think there are New York missions up there That I forget where But that's, you know, that's just something To, you know, take a drive Or, I don't know, I I'd love that And I think there's something for World Youth Day there With uh, the youth, Young Adult Ministry to D.C. Have you heard about that? In yes. January? Mm-hmm. The bus is coming up yeah, the I have heard trip. about that. So, and, and where do you where does your group come from? How how far?
2: Um, we have well, there are a few people that actually go to Saint Catherine Drexel, which I think is important because I don't want to be feeding people outside of the parish and nobody in the parish. So a few people from Saint Catherine Drexel. Um, we have a few people from Galloway, a few people from Maloka Hill. Um, Really? couple people from Atco yeah
1: from Mullica Hill they come down to the Upper mm-hmm. Township
2: yeah I mean wow. that is that is my boyfriend and his sister so they're like hey, listen, they they're my number one fans
1: <laughs> okay. I'm glad you gave a little shout out then. well done <laughs>
2: yeah so I mean but we do have people come you know Jeff Shield has come before once or twice you know like oh, just gosh. people from different at first it was I think friends coming out to support me because they knew that I wanted this to go well and I really wanted to be able to offer a lot to people and now I think it's more of people coming if it if it suits them and their needs. And I'd rather it be that. I don't want it to just be my friends like, yeah. hey, I feel bad for you, so I'm gonna come to your group. Like, I want it to be people coming there if they feel led and they feel fed there.
1: Mm-hmm. I would agree with that.
0: Yeah, so what, do you have any exciting events coming up in the next couple of weeks? Let's besides see. Father Infante?
2: Um We have Well, we do have uh, our women's group uh, that'll be December 8th because we we flip-flopped it a little bit, but now I believe we're back to the the second Saturday of the month. Um, I don't want to overshadow the the sisters um, because I love them. But uh, we have that. Um, There's a couple opportunities coming up that we're probably going to pair with the Newman Club um, because I'm close friends with Allie uh, from there. So we're going to try and... um, you know, it's, it's in the same area. So we want to try and get people together and form community between the two groups. Um, you know, we have our Bible study. There's not too many things because of the holidays because we're going to, you know, we're not having a meeting on Thanksgiving. Um, and then I'm going to try and put together a Christmas party. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. But we do have our our weekly meetings. Um, it's the first and third Thursdays are the young adult meetings with uh, like we have dinner and discussion reflection on the gospel a little bit more like a casual kind of laid back I might present something or we'll have a presenter that's the kind of meeting we're having tonight and then the second and fourth is actually strictly a bible study so we're in Luke right now and we're just getting into oh Luke and, and then the fifth Thursdays we usually do like a social event because I don't want to throw off the the pattern um, so that we actually might do something with that's in the works. We might do something with Newman Club on that fifth Thursday, like maybe like a Friendsgiving. It's in. We're talking about it, so <laughs> trying to plan out the details, but I'll be posting about that on the social media.
0: Okay, and what is that? Where can people find
2: it? Uh, we have a Facebook page. It's uh, St. Catherine Drexel Young Adult Ministry. So that's where I'm posting everything. I did post a November calendar on there. Um, and then also, if anybody follows me, I post the same exact stuff. <laughs> um, so there's that and then we also have a group me whenever like i meet people that want to get all the info you know like the group me app do you ever hear of that i have heard yeah. so i'll just put people on that whoever wants to be involved and then they can get the text messages from there um or i usually my phone is in the bulletin and probably on the church website <laughs> um i i guess if I, should i put that out there i don't church know website sure um, well the parish website is oh my gosh wow i should know this you know what? We're just going to Google St. Catherine Drexel because I don't want to give you the wrong thing because I don't want to give you, like, a website for St. Catherine Drexel herself. Um, it's probably, like, Sir Church of St. Catherine Drexel something.
1: Like hey, Arbor Township. Yeah. The <laughs> um, the I'm, Do you have uh, social media for your youth, your, your adult groups?
2: Um, just right now, the Facebook page. I was working on making an Instagram page, but then I didn't follow through with it because something got messed up, so I have to do that again. Oh, let me... Th- Okay, so the church, okay, thank you, the church website is skd-parish.org, and I do have a work cell phone number. Um, It's 609-837-7174, and it's open to anybody, uh, you know, any young adults that need community, and it's, uh, you can just give me a call or a text if you want to find out more about our group.
1: Okay, that's fantastic. The, uh, you know, I'm curious as we're about to wrap up, uh, is there anyone that's been particularly like, not necessarily locally, but uh, like it, people you've read or, or people in the world that uh, have been particularly inspiring to you in this kind of ministry?
2: Okay. Well, the first one that comes to mind, everyone's going to make fun of me because I feel like this is so like typical. The first one that comes to mind is Father Mike Schmitz. Oh um, uh, yeah, he's oh, just he's oh great. my gosh, he's fantastic. He, I think he's a game changer, really. I just, you know, my mom and I are really into his YouTube videos. We watch them all the time because he has such a great way of explaining things in a way that, you know, as a lifelong Catholic, maybe I need more explanation on, or if some maybe someone who has never even stepped foot into a Catholic church, I think he explains things in a way that everybody can really like understand and he doesn't make you feel dumb for not knowing certain things and he's just really gracious about the way that he talks about things um so he's he's and he's also i met him at the um this sls uh focus conference and he was just so i happened to be in his communion line actually and i was Mm -hmm. like trying not to nerd out about it because i was like all right you can't take the focus off of jesus like jesus is the cool thing here so, like, I received communion from him, and I was like, cool. Like, I want to say thanks for giving me communion, but maybe I'll meet him in heaven one day. But then I ended up actually getting to meet him later on and have a conversation. He was so nice. I mean, he was – he wasn't – I'm sure people talk to him all the time, but he wasn't, like, brushing me off. He asked about the girl that I was with. He asked us about how – so what, what's going on in your life? Like, how are you? You know, and just making conversation. He was so nice. Um, so, yeah, there's plenty of him, and just there's plenty of – you know Catholic, a lot of just people on like Catholic social media that are out there, a lot of the obvious ones, but he's the first person that comes to mind.
0: Uh, he's, yeah, he has a podcast too that I, I uh, subscribe to. <laughs> cheater, Ooh. cheater, I, I, I got to keep up with the competition. Mike. That's
1: right, that's we're spying, yes, and stealing we are. ideas. That's what we're doing.
0: So, we're not going to mention Father Schmitz anymore. He's the yeah. no, 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 no not um, we well, surprise. just one more question, Jessica, uh, just wrapping this up. The, do you have uh, any advice you can give others? Like a, lo- a life mantra?
1: Aside from listening to the Talking Catholic uh, podcast?
0: Listen to Talking Catholic. <laughs> 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 that was what I, I was going like to say. I like this guest. He's the <laughs> best. Adams, you are welcome back anytime for Mar- to talk about Marvel, to talk about faith yeah thank Whatever. you It's it's
2: been a good time um yeah I think any oh my gosh I go through different phases I have a dry erase board in my room and whenever I'm going through a different phase or feel a different message put on my heart I'll just kind of write it um write it out on there so it changes you know my my I guess my life mantras change as time goes on but I just think that you know especially you know, anybody but especially young adults You know your faith is for you and God it's not for the other people in your life and I think why I'm so passionate about young adult ministry is that young adulthood is the first time that you're really choosing it for yourself for most people Um, you know in youth group a lot of kids are doing it for their parents and you know you have to you have to obey your parents so to a certain extent I understand that but young adult ministry isn't where people are coming just to hang out that's where people really want to be there and they're really seeking it out and I think like, why wait, you know, people come back to the church when they, I'll come back when I have kids, I'll come back when I have grandkids, but like, how much stronger can your faith be if you, if you, if you seek God now and you find him now and he, you know, you have him to walk through, through life with. So I would just encourage people to, you know, get involved with community that is going to help you grow. Cause it's been such a life changer for me and also just stick with God. You know, the, one of those, you know, when God keeps telling you something over the past couple days he gave me like a verse like three times that popped up and for me like three times when I hear it three times that's God saying hey listen to me it was uh, I don't know it by heart it's like first Thessalonians 5 16 to 18 and it basically says like rejoice always pray continually um, in all circumstances just be grateful to God I don't know you know I'm paraphrasing but just just stay close to God you know and that that doesn't just go for young adults that like goes to everybody and you know in every moment stay with him and you know he'll he'll lead you where he wants you to go
1: that is a great way to end the podcast love that, that yeah. is outstanding well done that's good job bringing it home Thanks. i like that <laughs> well jessica thank you very much for joining us that this was and for uh traversing up through the uh wilds of uh the uh the coast of new jersey and uh through a snowstorm to come to us here in the vault but we were very uh re- we really do appreciate it and that's very kind of you and and uh, you were great today, so thank you very much. You're welcome back anytime. Feel yes. free to join us on the 14th. Um, and uh, Pete, uh, another nice job picking out a, uh, a great uh, one of our local Catholics to put on the on the podcast.
0: Well, I'm just thankful she was open to not only accepting but open to coming out in this weather. We really she's a trooper. I like she's it. a trooper. Thanks for having and me. It's oh. a good
2: time. And Pete, I, I feel like I have to say this on the. I said this off the podcast, but no, but uh, Pete's really cool.
0: Yes, so, right.
1: Uh, Pete is really <laughs> cool. Mike was
2: judging me a little bit, but I'm going to say it on the podcast for everyone to hear. Pete's really cool. Judging you, <laughs> Just
1: said it. no one has ever said that sentence before, but I really like that. That's that's yeah. awesome.
0: Thank you. I was happy to come out. <laughs> ah, well, yeah, I think you're very cool too. Thanks. All right. Well, all you cool is... people,
1: thanks uh, for listening in, and uh, <laughs> join us next week when uh, we'll have Father Chuck Kalazi, and uh, we're looking forward to it. So thanks mm-hmm. everybody.
0: December 14th, everybody.
1: That's right. And don't forget to follow us on all of our social media and like us on Apple Podcasts and give us five stars and do everything you're supposed to do with podcasts you like. All right, everybody. Have a good weekend.